lights out and away we go. I, we can't. Because I feel like they always talk so favorably about George Russell and Lewis Hamilton <laughs> and Lando. You're talking about Martin Brundle and... who? I don't know their names. The two main, like the ESPN the two, guys? Yeah. Oh, you don't like them? No. Oh, yeah. See, I don't know if I could watch Formula One without them. Well, I, so I don't know. I mean, I love the British accent. I'm a sucker for a British accent. Yeah. I feel like it automatically brings more uh, reputability. Right. And knowledge. But every time, like, Lewis could drive down the straightaway wielding a knife and throwing it at people. And they would somehow find a way to defend him. And then they start talking about George Russell and Lando and how it's unfair that, I don't know, my bias is pouring out, but yeah, mainly because I used to really like Lando and I feel like, I don't know, I just haven't, I've fallen out of love with Lando. Yeah, his Abby has too. Abby his, loved Lando. His quirkiness has worn off a little bit. Yeah. He drank his own Kool-Aid. That's dead. What do they call Kool-Aid in England, do you think? Bovril? Yeah, Bovril. <laughs> um, sugar drink? Yeah, most likely. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they brush their teeth with. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm debating if we start over or not. <laughs> um, what? It's the day before Thanksgiving. And I was thinking today, uh, there is very little that I like more than Thanksgiving. We talked about it last time. Uh-huh. Um. But I want to, you know, as I kind of prepare my body for the uh, torture that I'm going to inflict upon it over the next couple of days, yeah, I try to do as little physical activity as possible. So I'm trying to think of good Thanksgiving movies. Mm. There's only one. Thanksgiving movies? Yeah. There's one that comes to mind, and it's one of my, it's it's a top 10 for me. Okay. Steve Martin, um, John Candy, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> That's pretty that's pretty classic. I think I've only seen that once though. It is so fantastic. Yeah. Anything with Steve Martin, pretty much anything with John Candy. Uh, Steve Martin pre Cheaper by the Dozen. He jumped the shark with that one, but uh so I don't know if there are any other Thanksgiving movies. Not that I can think of. No. There's not so no. that is the entire battery of thanksgiving holiday movies what's that movie with um with steve carell the office it's not a movie it's no. a tv show <laughs> no it's a movie with steve carell he's a single dad dan in real life dan in real life yeah is, is that, that a thanksgiving one i think that's a thanksgiving i see one. i don't like that one because it has dane cook in it <laughs> and dane cook makes me violently angry um it, i don't know it's okay it's it, it's pretty funny actually. I really like that movie. Dan in real life. Liz quotes it all the time. Really? Yeah, she calls me a murderer of love. And <laughs> I I don't know what that means, but it So if that is a Thanksgiving movie, better than a serial killer of love. Well, that's cuz I'm monogamous. So I can only kill one love at a time. Yes. Uh but I can't wait. I have planes, trains and automobiles all lined up ready to play tonight. Before I go to bed. Uh, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, I might have to watch that one. I might have to add that to the list. Do you play... Do you play like, like we've never met each other. Do you play football <laughs> on Thanksgiving? Are you a turkey bowl kind no. of guy? So our neighborhood has a t- 
uh, pretty notorious uh, turkey bowl every year. Do they really? Yeah. And okay. it's funny because we have a pretty wide gap of ages and athletic abilities, um, but a lot of guys who are super into it. And I've never played at it because I'm not a football player. I'm 5'8", 145. Uh, too big to play in the NFL, right. some would say. But it doesn't... Uh, I don't know why I haven't at least gone to watch it because they reserve the football field up at the high school. Do they seriously? Cottonwood. Yeah. Do they call in some ringers from the old folks home I don't up know. the street? But I, so I'm telling you this. I don't know if there are 10 people in my neighborhood that could run 100 yards without <laughs> stopping at any pace. Yeah. I could be the kicker. You could be the kicker. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they could get you within field goal range. <laughs> But it's going to be... Nothing's out of my range. Mm, that's fair. So I'm going to go up and watch it tomorrow. And I could not... Uh, I can't wait. I want to take some video cameras. You're going to cheerlead gonna, with Phyllis? I'm going to commentate. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> I'm going to commentate. It's going to be really good. I just hope nobody, you know, has season enders. I think that might make it more interesting. Yeah. Nice shredded hamstring. I played... Uh, I, I'm so I'm not ashamed to admit this. I guess you're a big pickleball guy. I love pickleball. I played it this morning. Yeah, at uh, the neighbor's house, the Pantheon of pickleball. Yeah, and it was so fun. It was freezing. Yeah, that is cold. It actually. was 42 degrees. Oh, geez. I started on with more layers than Ernest Shackleton uh, explored the South Pole <laughs> with, and by the end, it was it was perfect. But yeah. it was pretty fun. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever played outside when it's that cold. It, uh, I was breaking, <laughs> can't say it. I was breaking balls. <laughs> I broke two balls. There you go. Yeah. Murder of love. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I was going to make a ball breaker joke, but you took it right there. But I was pretty astonished. There was a pretty cool car that I saw as, uh, so this neighborhood that is across the street from me. Mm-hmm. We're adjacent to the nice neighborhood. <laughs> the neighborhood across from me is pretty ritzy. You're adjacently affluent. Uh-huh. We So uh, we live in a neighborhood called Holiday, in a city called Holiday. And uh, we there is a, a street just across from us called Walker Lane that's kind of not notorious, but it's pretty famous for being a really expensive street. So there are jazz players that live on it. There are you know, lots of, lots of pretty high end, like Huntsman's that live there. Mitt Romney lives down there. And I've uh, always wanted to live on Walker Lane. I yeah, love it is. It's got a cool neighborhood. It's got a pretty cool uh, vibe to it. Yeah. And whenever anybody asks me where I live, I always say, yeah, do you know where Walker Lane is? And they'll be like, oh yeah, Walker Lane. Yeah, I live adjacent to that. <laughs> um, but there was the most beautiful, uh, bright yellow mm. i forget the name what's ferrari's yellow called is it i don't know i can't remember Gio Modena or something. yeah uh giallo modena i think giallo, whatever yeah. yellow is in italian okay i think it's giallo it's a yellow <laughs> yeah f355 ferrari f355 oh um just one of my favorite ferraris of all time for whatever so reason looking not a fantastic car per se mm. Uh, but it was before, I, I really love it because it has a little bit more 
angularity to it than the F430 came or the 430 yeah. came that was a little bit more round. Was very, the, F, was the F355 the last pre-F1 transmission it Ferrari? It was. Yes. yes. So explain to our friends what the F1 transmission is. The F1 transmission is actually super similar to the SMG that's in my car. They're both Formula One derived. You can see my air quotes. Yeah. I'm also whispering into my mic. You can't explain something complicated with something else that's still complicated. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So it's basically a manual transmission, but the clutch and everything is automated with a computer. Okay. Yeah, that's really the easiest yeah. way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Driving it, it seems like you're driving with somebody who is just learning how to drive a manual transmission. Yeah, they're they're pretty herky-jerky. Yeah, and the older they get, the worse they get. Is that true? It's 100% true, yeah. Is that why so many people do manual swaps of your car in particular? Yeah, and because if the transmission breaks, it's just as... The price is about the same to manual swap it as mm -hmm. it is to to replace replace or fix the transmission. Okay, so it's interesting. Like, it's an automatic technically, but like you still have to replace the clutch. But then mm. there's a bunch of other things. There's like clutch position sensors and like, all of the sensors. Sensors yeah. are uh, there are, and it's gotten worse as time has progressed. But there's a, oh, for a sure. bad TPMS sensor in one of my wife's tires right now. Yeah. And going in and knowing that I've checked her tires religiously and seeing that little <laughs> TPMS Is it warning light. It's not flashing. Oh, yeah. But lucky. It fuels me with the rage of a thousand suns. Yeah. Because there's nothing wrong. Right. It's just a little battery went out inside of the tire. Right. But uh, yeah, back to that F-355. That is sweet. It is so sweet. Yeah. And it is one of, I think, the most complicated timing. It's not a timing chain. I think it's a timing. No, it's a chain. I think so. But it's, so it's the engine sits behind the seats. It's mid-engine. Right. The timing chain is, faces the back of the seats. So a timing chain is an engine out service. Yes. And it's also like a 10,000 mile service yes every ten thousand miles every ten thousand miles have to remove the entire engine from the vehicle that's right <laughs> and replace the chain yeah worth it yes that's why if you look at ferraris for sale that are pre pre four five eight i think is engine out service cars mm -hmm. um they're all for sale at like ten thousand mile mile intervals yep and the ones yep. that have had the service done mm -hmm. are like like five to seven thousand dollars more expensive sure. to purchase the car, I which how, is a screaming deal because an engine yeah. out service is how much adult. does Jiffy Lube cost to take the engine out of a Ferrari? <clears throat> how much do they charge? Uh, I bet it's in the couple hundred dollar range at least, yeah. And they probably require full synthetic, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jiffy Lube might remove your engine on accident. Oh man, I have some crazy Jiffy Lube stories. Oh, oh so many. Just not like cross threading an oil filter and grenading engines. the car with not oil. Not putting oil back in. <laughs> yeah. Which there's really three steps in an oil change service. Step one, remove filter and oil. <laughs> Step two, replace filter. Step three, replace oil. Yes. Difficult you missed, process. You missed 30% of the process. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even close. It's challenging. 
yeah. it's challenging. I had an interesting experience. I so I do a lot of work. Well, I I call Winslow to do a lot of work on my own cars. Yeah. Um, but I so on my wife's car, the Highlander, mm -hmm. she needed rear rotors and pads about a year ago, mm -hmm. and rather than do it myself. I took it to a big O tire shop that I really like. Yeah. And they put everything on, but they did it all, took care of it. And we were driving it down the road after we picked it up. And every time we went over a bump, we would hear a, like a clang, <laughs> like somebody was hitting one of the uh, brake rotors with a little tiny hammer. Yeah. And this was like two days before we took a trailer out camping and pulled the trailer with it. <laughs> so ideal. I was like, yeah, this isn't, good yeah so i looked underneath and the uh, place that we had replaced the brakes didn't put what's called a carrier bolt mm -hmm. back into the caliper when they put the rear brakes back on so the rear caliper was being held on by one bolt that was pretty much acting like a hinge so every time we went over a bump <laughs> the whole caliper would come up off of the rotor yeah and clang back down it's a small safety issue. <laughs> Just a little bit on the car that carries my wife and children. Yeah. And I took it back and they're like, oh yeah. Oh, well that's, you probably would have been fine, but we'll put it back oh, on. Oh yeah. There. I'm sure they said you would have been like, fine. Uh, where are your security cameras? I'm going to burn this place to the ground. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I was so mad. Yeah. So now I just do most, as, as many things as I can handle, I'll just do it myself. Yeah. Because if I screw it up, at least it's my own fault. <laughs> <laughs> so Winslow and I have a client who kind of had like a small tire emergency on his Turbo S. And he took it to, I can't even remember if it was a big O, Jiffy Lou, mm. something like that. Discount tire. Yeah. yeah. So he had him put four new tires on it. And he's like, oh, yeah, like they did a great job. They like, you know. They didn't scratch anything. They didn't ding any wheels. Like, no big deal. That's a pretty high bar. <laughs> right. They didn't destroy the car. Yeah. Luckily, this car didn't have center locks like most Turbo S's do. Mm -hmm. um, but, um, yeah, so the next time we go up there, to de we're, we're detailing his cars, and I have the brush, and I'm going, like, in, the, in and around the lugs, right? Like, okay. the lug nuts. Yeah. And one of them is, like, loose. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. So I just like checked it with my finger. Four of the five were not even finger tight. How does that happen? <laughs> At a tire shop? On rear right wheel, yeah. front left wheel. Perfect. Two of the wheels. Perfect. Four of the five were not even finger tight. That is terrifying. Yeah. That is terrifying. And he drove it back, of course, from wherever. Yeah. He drove it quite a distance. And I won't say that he... He occasionally drives quickly. Sure. <laughs> so he approaches the speed limit at a rapid rate. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Um, and I called him and told him, and he, like you, was quite unhappy mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. that. Um, Beyond disappointed. But just stuff like that happens. It happens all the time. Yeah. Which is, people complain about dealers and dealer prices and all this stuff, and. I've gotten to the point where I'm just like with nicer stuff, like mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just taking it to the dealership unless yeah. I'm doing it myself. Yeah. I'm not taking it anywhere else. Yeah. I just won't do it. No, I get that. 
uh, in defense of these... You get what you pay for. You the do. Last thing I'll say okay, yeah, that. and I will follow that up with another anecdote. <laughs> okay. So I was, I bought new wheels uh, a few years ago for one of my fleet of Audi wagons, okay? <laughs> I found some some new S4 wheels for my Audi wagon that oh, I yeah. really loved. And the they had, B8 S4 wheels you had? They Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they came with, so they were takeoffs at a, from a dealership. Okay. They had brand new P0s. Oof. No, was it P0s? Doesn't matter. They were brand new. Re- no, they were uh, Extreme Contact. Okay, Connells. And I was super excited. I found them for like 600 bucks. Oh, for score. All four. By the way, Continental, sponsor us. Yeah. We use your tires on everything we own. They're extreme. <laughs> Contact WSO6 Plus. Um, uh, extreme Contact Sport Plus for my M3. Well, that's because your M3 only goes 82 miles an hour. Um, <laughs> I So I put the wheels on myself. I was, it, you know, it's not a big deal. Didn't have a torque wrench. I was like, my muscles are torque, torque wrench enough. Well, yeah. So I... So you torque. Yeah. Put them on. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I'll take it for a spin around the neighborhood. We'll let this 1.8 liter four-cylinder engine let it eat. Yeah. So I take it out. <laughs> take it out drive it down the road uh out of my neighborhood and i started start to hear this whoa 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 yes and i was like oh that that's weird uh that doesn't sound great though um so i go out (laughs) i go out do a u-turn to come back into my neighborhood and by this time that noise has turned into a metallic noise yeah and my car yeah wu-tang clan so (laughs) All this, who uh, take like, bees? Yeah, I'm like, this is not good. This is not good. So I get to like a block and a half away from my house, and it starts to get really bad. And I look out my window, and my back driver's side tire is like, uh, <laughs> you can it's see it angled. I could see it moving. That's horrifying. A lot, a, like twenty degrees. Yeah. So I stopped immediately. Uh, I don't know how I did it. I ran, like, took a shortcut through my neighborhood to my house, grabbed my jack, grabbed my drill, grabbed all my stuff, lifted the car up, put the tire back on in the middle of the street before no one or before anyone drove past. That's impressive. Because I didn't care that I was blocking the street. I will know. The shame that I felt, the embarrassment that I would have felt if somebody had driven past would have been, I would have had to move. I would have had to move to another state. Uh, so I put it back on, but I was pretty close to like a wheel fall, falling off in yeah. the middle of the street. Um, so it can happen to anybody. That is extreme. It was wild. <laughs> so when I was, uh, I can't even remember how old I was, but our brother, Sam, mm-hmm. he had an Acura Integra. It's like a 92 I yeah. think the boy racer is the boy oh, racer of all. Time. I loved that car. No and suspension. Basically slammed. Yeah. It was lowered and it had a, a B 20 engine swap. What does that, I don't yeah, know what that means. Yeah. It's engine so from another Honda put a, like a bigger, not bigger, but was it a V tech? I, I don't even know. Honestly, I was too young. Feel that V tech kicking yeah. in. But one of his buddies, did some work on it. And he and I were just talking about this story the other day, but his buddy did some work on it and we, I went and picked it up with him and we're driving it back. And the same thing that you experienced, but it was like, first it was like a slight shake. 
Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then all of a sudden, like the entire car, like, whoa, whoa, like up. And it was like a, it was like one of those clown motorcycles with, with the, where the wheel of the hub is like off center. Yeah. So it's like, so you're bouncing up and down. Yeah. And Sam's like, should I stop? I was like, hi. So we pull over. I'm and this, five. Yeah. The same thing. The front wheel on the driver's side was like, I think, I literally think there were two of the lugs still on, like, the other ones had fallen off and there were only a couple <laughs> left because it's a four lug. Yeah. And the, um, so the car was like super, it was even lower. Nice. So we had to like stance nation. Yeah. So we called dad. He came to help us, but we couldn't get a jack underneath it cause it was too low. Mm-hmm. So we had to go like borrow a different jack or something. And Sam was so mad. It was, it was pretty funny. He would be mad. Yeah. But he and I were talking about that story and that- it was that is classic. It was hilarious. I uh, so there was a kid that I went to high school with. He was a year older than me. Uh, I, not to stereotype, but he was like the the stereotypical uh, shop class kind of kid. Okay, always tinkering with stuff. Yeah, you know, always had like greasy hands. Nice enough kid. Kind of a kind of a dork, but everybody is in high school. Right. I don't care what anybody says. No kid in high school is cool. Mm, zero kids except for me. Um, <laughs> Some people, you know, go through phases. I set trends. Um, (laughs) So anyway, this was maybe a year after he had graduated high school. I think he was maybe two years older than me. But me and my buddy were driving uh, down the street. And at a stoplight, we saw his car because he had a bright purple Honda Prelude that he loved. Oh, sweet. It was was more clap. There was more (laughs) clappage than a Taylor Swift concert. Like it was the most clapped out thing and he had lowered it and like done all this stuff to it. And we pull up to the intersection and we stop and he's standing by his car with his hands on his head and mouth agape. And we're like, what's, what's happening? And we look at the car and the front wheels are pointed in opposite directions <laughs> and there were pieces of suspension. You have a toe issue there, my friend. <laughs> it was, it was so funny. I felt bad. And of course, no, we didn't stop and help him because we were in a hurry. Yeah. To Club Wendy's. Club um, Dub. Club Wendy's remix. <laughs> um, but it was it was pretty funny. So similar something similar. I forgot to tighten something back up. That reminds me of one more story. We were at our Uncle Joel's house one year for Thanksgiving, and some guy was driving up the street and he had like a it might have been a Mark One GTI. Which was pretty cool. It still is pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, it was orange, but he thought he was super cool. And we were all out front. We were like throwing a football or something. And he like sees everybody out front and he just like downshifts and hammers it. In a Mark 1 GTI? Yeah. Let those 84 horses eat, baby. Right. So by the time he got to us, he started probably like 50 yards away. Okay. By the time he got to us, he had to have been doing at least 38 miles an hour. <laughs> Maybe 39. <laughs> but once he got like, he probably got like 50 yards past us and he was still on it. And all of a sudden his hood <laughs> flies up and just <laughs> smacks his windshield. And he did the same thing. He gets out and he's got his head on his hands and all of us are in Joel's yard and we just started a slow clap and we're just clapping for him. And he was like, he was so butthurt and it was, it was hilarious. That instant backfire. 
instant. No pun intended. Yeah. That is that is hilarious. It was pretty classic. That oh my gosh. That's so good. Yeah. I love stuff like that. It's something from a movie. It was great. Yeah, it is. Um, can I tell one story? <laughs> yes. That's not car related. Yeah. It's about a, another friend from high school. Okay. Um this was actually a friend of a friend. So my best friend in high school, there was a very sweet special needs uh, kid that lived in his neighborhood. Mm -hmm. He was friends with everybody. Everybody was friends with him. And the best way that I can describe his personality would be, uh, so he, when we were in high school, I think he was maybe in his early thirties. Okay. Um, His name was Marcus. And what a guy he, yeah. Uh, he had roller skating disco birthday parties every year. Maybe that paints a better picture than any (laughs) description I can give. Yeah. Um, he loved, you know, drama and chatting and like big stories and he was pretty flamboyant guy. And one time, same buddy that I was driving with when I saw the guy in his broken down prelude, um, we were driving past Marcus's house. Marcus was out on his front lawn crying. Oh, sad. I know. So it, this wasn't super uncommon, though. Yeah. So we pulled over and we said, you know, Marcus, what's what's going on, buddy? And he's like, guys, I I can't. I'm just going to I'm going to take my own life. <laughs> and this, again, was not uncommon. OK. Uh, it was, like I said, a flair for the dramatic for okay. Marcus. Yeah. So we're like, oh, Marcus, don't you know, don't say those things. That's not that's not good. Don't yeah. say that. Uh, and he's like, no, I, I am. I got fired from my job today. And he worked at uh, Wendy's. Okay. Club Dub. Club Wendy's. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're, oh, well, that's not good, Marcus. What happened? That's a bummer. And he would not, would not tell us what happened. Um, and we were desperate to know <laughs> because he was so embarrassed. So we knew it had to be something pretty, pretty fantastic. Right. So we went, we kind of knew the manager of the Wendy's because of the connection to Marcus. Okay. So, so so we went to wendy's talked to the manager we said what happened to marcus and he's like guys i can't tell you and we're like why just just tell us he's like no i'll tell you when my shift is over can't tell you on the job yeah okay buddy so clocks out (laughs) we go back like two hours later because at this point we need to know um he said i can't tell you because corporate says I can't tell you. But I texted Marcus and told him that he needs to tell you guys. Great. Okay. We get in the car, we book it back to Marcus's house. Okay. <laughs> and Marcus sitting on the front porch. Marcus, your boss told us <laughs> that you can tell us. And he's like, well, my boss got really mad at me because I kept eating French fries. <laughs> <laughs> So I went outside because I was mad and there was a dead seagull in the parking lot and I hid it under my apron and I brought it inside and I put it in the frosty machine. (laughs) No way. I put it in the frosty machine and the boss caught me and told me I had to go home and couldn't come back. So Marcus put a dead seagull in the frosty machine. Um, and that's maybe my favorite story 
of, of my entire life. So they had Wendy's had to order a new frosty machine. <laughs> they didn't clean it. They just threw it out. I mean, I hope so. Um, I'm pretty sure I still go to that Wendy's. Yeah. No, it's closed. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's out of business. Um, they did turn the seagull into nuggets, I think. But other than that, the frosty <laughs> machine was destroyed. Um, just awful and so dang funny. That is epic. So good. Marcus Flinton. Uh, yeah, so that's that's a lot of stories to, we, to start the podcast Some off, good stories, though. Some very good stories. Uh, you told me that you drove a car today that you enjoyed. I did. I thoroughly enjoyed it, actually. Um, so part of mine and Winslow's business is we'll occasionally like pick up and drop off cars for service and stuff for clients. And uh, today I was picking up in Lehigh and taking back to Mapleton a 991.2 Turbo S. How far is that? Uh, it is like 30. It's like 35 miles. So you're taking it from the dealership, yeah. Porsche Lehigh, back yeah. to the house. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The car was receiving a uh, a time-based service. Mm. This car's a 20, 2018, maybe. So it's like a 30,000-mile a service, mm-hmm. but time-based because the car only has uh, the car only has 8,500 miles on it. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get driven very often. No, I get that. Yeah. So, yeah, it originally went in for one tire, left with four tires, and mm-hmm. a $10,000 service. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I got to drive that back to Mapleton and it's just the pet it's the best car. It's just the best car. It does everything. It does everything. It was comfortable, it was quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh this is a tur- this is a cab, which I know you don't love. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not, not a, big, a big cab guy. Big convertible guy. Yeah. Um But even the cab is like is pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just yeah, it's just all the car you could ever need or yeah. want. I so I truth be told, I've never driven a nine eleven convertible. Okay, we'll have to change that. Every other convertible I've driven driven feels like a lesser version of the coupe version. Because the roof and I know that they've done crazy science mm-hmm. to the especially the newer cars. Yeah. But the roof just adds so much rigidity. Yeah. Um that is really hard to recreate in a cabriolet in a convertible um so i've just never been super impressed with the driving dynamics yeah so you definitely need to drive like a a 991 or newer they put in the in the roof they put uh like a lot of rag tops you see convertibles they like crumple when they go down kind mm-hmm. of um but the the 991s they actually have magnesium roof panels so it it folds almost like a hard top convertible, and so when the top is up with the magnesium panels, you mm-hmm. still get a lot of the rigidity of the. Yeah, see that's which is yeah. Like who knows that? That's I do. That's but, awesome though. Yeah, but that's it's, good to know. That's like that's in the weeds a little bit. Yeah, I mean the closest thing I've done, I did a what nine thirty Targa. That would be pretty close to that. So I might late, rather have that than a, a late seventies one turbo. A late seventies Targa. So the Targa top, of course, is a half happy middle point between a convertible and a hard top. I think the Targas are so dreamy. I do too. I love the Targa hoop. Yes. I think it's fantastic. Silver or black? Uh, it's got to be silver. Okay. 
because it's a highlight to me. Yeah. I can see that. It's like a nose ring. Yeah. I do like, uh, I was going to say his name, but there's an all black Targa. Black on black on black on black. Yeah. And it's like the Targa shell is tinted like 5%. Yep. Well, pretty much everything is. Everything is. And it is, it looks so good. Do I you like that it? car. I do. Um, so he, funny story about the same gentleman, mm-hmm. because I know who you're referring to. Uh, he has one of 50 in the entire world Lamborghini Aventador Miuras. The Miura Tribute. It's called like an Aventador 50. Or oh, Miura yeah, yeah, yeah. 50. Okay, okay. So they did it. They made it. I thought you were going to say he had a Miura, and I was like, whoa, oh, no, whoa, no, no, whoa. no, no, no. I would not be here right now if he had a Miura. I would be pounding on his garage door to yeah. let me in. But he has one of the Aventador Miuras, only 50 mm-hmm. in the entire world, celebrate the 50th anniversary. Yep. Do you know what the only differences were on the Miura 50? Mm, I'm going to say probably some pinstriping and some wheels. Two-tone paint job. Okay. So <laughs> okay. the original Miura came in, I think like the very, very first one, mm-hmm. had a really beautiful uh, red body with gold trim on the bottom. Oh, so cool. So cool. And that's what they did the Mira 50 in. <laughs> this gentleman blacked out everything. Oh, <laughs> blacked out everything. <laughs> so it says all of the right stuff on it, but it's all black, baby. And uh, that's, that's how he does his cars. You should talk him into buying an SVJ 63 and then changing the number on the side to like 74. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it's so funny. He has a Huracan that's the same way. It's uh, all black. It's just as black as you can get. Um, he has, he's had a couple of 911s this way. He has a Cayenne Turbo that's all blacked out. It's like his thing. He does mm-hmm. have a 488 Pista that is, oh no, it's not a Pista. He has a 488. It's a spider, right? Spider. It's silver. And it's silver. So it's not blacked out. Yeah. So, mm. I th- yeah, I think that's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> he just blacked it out. Blacked it out. Legend. Yeah. He does his own thing. He marches to the beat of his own drum. That is... Very, very, very well, may I add. Yeah, he does. Very well. Yeah. On occasion, if you're in the Salt Lake Valley and you're yeah. listening to this on any yeah. given day... Take a look up in the sky if you hear helicopter rotors, and it may or may not be this person. You see an $8 million black helicopter uh, hurtling towards a paranormal ranch in eastern Utah? (laughs) You found your guy. Yep. One of the genuinely coolest guys of all time, by the way. I am dying to meet him still. He is. He's just a normal guy. He's not an average guy. He's a normal guy. Yeah. That is like if a comic book guy... And Steve McQueen had a child with a computer. Um, that would be that would be him. I think that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. I just I actually thought of him the other day because he buys a lot of movie memorabilia, like really rare stuff. Really rare stuff. And I know it's more from obscure movies, but up for auction in the next like two weeks mm-hmm. are both the crashed and the non-crashed lamborghini coontoshes yeah from wolf of wall street i saw that and uh i want him to buy those so bad that would be so cool yeah he would it wouldn't fit in his office though so he has he could make it he has like uh the suit that keanu reeves wore in the first john wick movie yeah he has (laughs) this is something that i actually texted him the original script to the goonies (laughs) He has the original, the original one signed by the cast, signed by the director. What a legend! He's, yeah, genuinely cool. Yeah, 
So that is he has like some Star Wars stuff too, doesn't he? Yeah, like lightsabers. Yeah, he's got and... he's got crazy crazy stuff. Love it. Yep. Um, funny guy. So I didn't get to drive anything cool this week. Mm, bummer. Which is kind of depressing. Well, I I heard through the grapevine that you drove a 2003 Mercedes ML 500 <laughs> today. <laughs> drove it today. Yeah, and it is classic. Absolutely, and it is great, and it doesn't. Only leaks a little bit of power steering fluid right now. <laughs> Is it still making uh, whale sounds? No. Whale oh, sounds sweet. Whale sounds have been cured. Okay. I gave that whale a lozenge, uh, <laughs> and it has been good so far. Um, but I still love it, yeah. and it's great. You asked me a question, though, that made me think. This is, We could make, turn this into a poll question. Okay. Do you eat in your car? Oh, my gosh. So I was thinking about this because... Um, Man, what car was it in? I think it was in a brand new Range Rover. And I was like, I was vacuuming it out during a detail. And I like, I put the, I, I have a ton of different vacuum attachments mm-hmm. uh, to get in all the different places and everything. But I put this one down the side of the seat and I heard like, super loud. 50 caliber machine gun in Vietnam. Yep. And then it stopped, my vacuum stopped sucking things up. And so I like pulled it out from... I, I pulled it out from like down the side of the seat. Yeah. And there were like four or five French fries mm-hmm. lodged in the end of it. Mm-hmm. And I was That's like. how my mouth looks most days. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, man, like this is a brand new Range Rover. Like, yeah. Like this car has maybe 1500 miles on mm-hmm. it. And there's just French fries maybe down the side of the, the factory. Seat. Yeah. And I see all the time. I see all the time, like Alcantara is super popular now. Kill it. <laughs> um, Porsche calls it race techs because when mm-hmm. people figure out that Alcantara is actually cheaper than leather and yeah. it's not really a luxurious item, yeah. Yeah, they changed like, it. It's like forged carbon fiber. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just mashed together. Mm-hmm. Um, I see like those are matted all the time. The Alcantara steering wheels because like greasy hands Always. and different stuff like that. Yeah. So I was just thinking like I try so hard, even with the amount of time I spend in my car, I try so hard not to eat in it because I just, I just know what it's leaving on the steering wheel, yeah. on the blinker stock. on the No, don't. You don't use your blinker stock. True. It's a BMW. Mm. Um, but... Yeah, I just, I don't know. I find it difficult to not eat in the car, but I sure. try really hard not to. Okay. Because no, of fair. what I do every single day. That's fair. Um, I'm going to throw a caveat to you because before children, BC, <laughs> I did not eat in my car either. Yeah. I didn't like it. Not because necessarily it was super dirty. Yeah. But just, I didn't, it was always inconvenient. It's uncomfortable. It's always uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not. How am I supposed to text and eat and drive at the same time? Right. Is what I'm saying. Tesla. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just talk in your Apple watch. Yeah. So I, then I had kids. Okay. And it, I can't not. It's impossible. Have, yeah. So as soon as your baby girl, Sunny. <laughs> yeah. Can eat more than liquid diet. You're going to have food in your car. I know. And I, I already do sometimes, um, but I just, I try hard not to. And I'm always very cautious. No, I, yeah. Using napkins and yeah. not touching things that I don't want 
Going back yeah. to Alcantara, <laughs> why, 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 why do we do that? I had Alcantara uh, pillars, A pillars in my yeah. S4. If I thought about them, they would get fingerprints on them. Yes. They would get dirty. And it just, it's like a magnet. They should, you know what they should make? Mm. Here's our billion dollar idea. Mm. So we're trademarking it. Okay. Alcantara wash rags clean your house better than anything because they absorb <laughs> dirt like nothing else. Yeah. So the entire headliner and everything in my M5 is also Alcantara. Mm-hmm. Yep. I really think so. It was originally like they put it on the seats of race cars and steering wheels of race cars because it's grippier yeah. than leather. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more like a. Hey, I'm cornering hard. Like this is, I have better yeah, grip on the sure. steering wheel. It's holding me in the seat better. Sure. And that somewhere along the line, people were like, "Oh, it's a race car, luxury. It's race derived. <laughs> this is so luxurious. Put it on everything." Yeah. So, like, if you get in like a highly specced Ferrari SF90, mm-hmm. guess what's Alcantara? The dash. The, the dash. The floor. The floor. The yeah. floor mats yep. are Alcantara. Mm-hmm. Do you know how big of a nightmare it is to clean that? No, I can only imagine. Oh my gosh. We have a client with an SF90 and he keeps, he actually keeps it super clean. So it's not that difficult. We have another client with a 488 Pista and there is more Alcantara on that car than anything. Um, I remember it's ridiculous riding in probably my favorite Ferrari of all time. Mm -hmm. And it's La Plata 488 Pista. Uh, Mm. Genuinely the most beautiful. My eyes just rolled in the back of my head. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I drooled a little bit. And it had a really cool interior as okay. well, but everything is Alcantara. Yeah. And when I was getting in it, I'm already nervous because this is this guy's first real big yeah. automotive purchase. You kicked the door sill, didn't you? He's like, don't kick the door sill. Don't, don't touch anything with your feet. And I was like, my abs are not strong enough to hold my feet up this entire <laughs> car ride. Yeah. But everything Alcantara. And it just Literally. seems like such a bad idea. It's like piano black. Winslow and I were talking about this. What's worse, piano black interior stuff mm-hmm. or black plastic exterior stuff? Oh, man. What do you think is okay, worse? Okay, so here is, here's my thought on that. Piano black interior mm-hmm. trim, yeah. so the ultra shiny black stuff. Yeah. I think it looks tacky, number one. I don't love it. Okay. But you can wipe it down pretty easily. You can. I'm sure you have to wipe it down 44 times a day. Yes. Black plastic exterior pieces bleach in the sun Literally in about 35 bleach. seconds. Yes. And I have exclusive knowledge of this because I've owned many <laughs> Volvos and they came from the factory yeah. sun bleached. Yes. So I have a special hatred for that. Fair enough. See, I have a special hatred. So part of what Winslow and I do is we try and maintain the cars that we take care of at like an extremely high level. So when we're washing these cars, we're using specific products and methods and tools that will not mm-hmm. scratch the paint in any way. Just say it. Windex and armor all. <laughs> That's all you need. Nothing. Run else. it through quick quack <laughs> and then wipe it down with some Windex and armor all. Please use a Brillo pad while you're a magic eraser. Mr. Clean. Um, and some WD-40 on your brake. Oh, that is exactly. Yeah, perfect. Anyways. Black pla- or black interior trim, the piano black. Mm-hmm. You know, you're saying like you look at Alcantara and it gets dirty. Mm-hmm. If you even, if you breathe on 
piano black interior trim mm-hmm. scratched to death. Yep. It's just horribly, horribly scratched. And it magnifies every scratch you see. Yes. And the the tricky thing for me is like a lot of people don't, they don't even think about that. Like, and it doesn't bother them. Sure. But it bothers me. Yeah. And that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. You selfish pig. Yes. So that was actually one of the big selling points for me on um, my wonderful mother-in-law has uh, a beautiful Audi and it has piano black interior trim mm-hmm. and all of it is covered in paint protection film. Is it really? It is. That's pretty yeah, cool. So they make kits for it now, yeah. which is incredible. So what, tell, explain what paint protection film is because back in the day... Yeah. And some of my cars ceramic coated, which is still a thing. Okay. But every, I feel like everybody's moving towards PPF, paint protection film. Yeah, PPF is huge. It's wildly expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I mean, it's basically like a, like, you've probably heard of it as clear bra also. Mm. It was like the first stuff, mm-hmm. but they call it PPF now. And it's basically just like a clear film that gets... Uh, adhered to the car mm-hmm. and you you can take it off and like it's not going to damage anything right but just it, like a normal bra yeah but it, <laughs> but it basically just protects the paint from scratches but they're starting to do it for interior stuff too yeah they do it That's on cool. they do it on trim like they're that. starting to turn it into wrap like you can do colors of ppf now right yeah colored ppf is awesome yeah it's like a wrap but it doesn't bubble or yeah. chip in four seconds right and it's also like uh Oh, the really nice stuff is actually like self-healing. So if you get like, mm, say somebody mm-hmm. like drag their key along it. Yeah. Um, if you like apply a small amount of heat to it, that'll like pretty much disappear. Mm. Do they have but it for my children? No. Okay. That's the next phase. Phase right. two of PPF. Yeah. It's pretty CPF. cool though. Like if you have a piece of it, just like if you're just holding it in your hands, mm-hmm. you can like stab it with a screwdriver and like drag mm-hmm. and it won't. That's it won't so cool. tear or yeah. go through it or it's pretty amazing stuff. No, I've heard about it and seen it and it yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. Um so I want some for uh for a car in the future. None of my cars are that <laughs> fancy at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, it is still like extremely expensive and there's really not that many places that do it at a high level that like do high quality installation work. Okay. Um but yeah, it's cool stuff. Hmm. All right. Um, I think I have so many questions. I have so many things. Yeah. That I want to answer, but I think we need to save them until next week. Okay. Uh, because I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna do a teaser. You know what a teaser is? Yes. I've been listening to a lot of talk radio. <laughs> <laughs> next week, <laughs> uh, I want to talk about a car brand that you would never own. Oh, okay. And a car brand I would never own. Yeah. And okay. we need to go in depth as to why you would never own it. Done deal. Because I have some pretty strong feelings about this because my brain doesn't think in positive space. It's not like, oh, I love this. It's more like, oh, I hate these other things. Okay. I'm trying to switch that. I'm trying yeah. to change that around. Yeah. But I, we, we got to cover that. Okay. Um, And I know you have some answers. I do. I have, I also have some pretty strong opinions. Where, where this is uh, mm-hmm, where this mm-hmm, is concerned mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about is um, a new car that you like or love mm-hmm. but you know you shouldn't oh man 
you know deep down in your heart is yeah. wrong. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Non non Tesla edition. Yeah, non non Tesla edition. Okay. Okay. Um I think that sounds solid. Okay. So let's get back next week. We didn't do we even talk about Las Vegas this week? I don't think we did. Man. Too many seagull and the frosty stories. <laughs> that was better. That was good times. All right. Have a good week. Go eat something big. Oh, as always, like us, subscribe, follow. Share with friends. Share with friends if you have any. If you're like me, yeah, maybe not. And if you have any topics you want covered about cars, any questions yeah. you have, send us a message. Send us a message. We'd be yeah. happy to. This or, is what we do. Yeah. All right. Have a good week. Bye. But I'm a-